and welcome back to part two of Body Confidence on Fancier Chat. We had to wrap it up because admittedly I feel like we could talk to each other forever about this. Well actually I feel like I could talk to you about absolutely anything if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) Um, Which is perfect for the podcast so welcome back Charlie Simpson. Hello. Hello. We're going to dive into advice to our younger selves and I feel like everybody has advice that they would give them younger selves whether it's about a boy whether it's about don't take those GCSEs whether it's about (laughs) don't wear that dress on a night out because the pictures the next day are not gonna look great whatever the advice to yourself is I think a really good area and I think this really helped me accept my body was to say to myself right I'm gonna give my younger self some advice and mentally I feel so much better for kind of having that almost relationship with with myself where I'm saying you're just perfect the way you are I think it's really important I know some people might be listening to this and think oh that doesn't work for me that's perfectly fine but I definitely think you should at least try just saying right if I could tell my younger self two things to help with the insecurities and or even younger self it could just be yourself currently I mean, I know yeah. that I have wobbles all the time and I kind of have to stop and say to myself, Chloe, would you just, like, get a grip? Why are you worried about being bloated today? Everybody gets bloated. It's a small thing yeah. like that. I think we need to kind of acknowledge a little bit more. So what is the advice that you would give to your younger self? Oh, I love things like this, but I always, like, think, oh, God. Um, the advice I'd give to my younger self is... Life's too short. Yeah. Going, experiencing what I've experienced in my little life, because it's not that, it's not, obviously not as all big as I've All 22 years. <laughs> all of my 22 years, uh, life is just too short. I've experienced something that people don't experience until they're a lot older. Yep, definitely. By, like, losing a parent. Yep. I was 18 when I lost my dad and I had to grow up. Shit. Because yeah. I had to support my mum and my brother and yeah. kind of realize that what I was going through was awful but what my whole family was going through was awful too so I would tell myself that life is too short to be worrying about the fact that I've got stretch marks on my boobs that I've got stretch marks on my thighs that I'm taller than the average woman that I've got size 7 feet and some people just cannot get their heads around the fact Mm -hmm. that I have size 7 feet things like that like Yes, I have size seven feet, and they might you might think they're big. I don't care. I get, I can get shoes that fit. Normally, all the sales shoes are size seven, so I'm the one who's winning here. <laughs> yeah, I think life is too short. The sad thing about that is that you you realise it at a later stage, and yeah. you definitely think to yourself, life's too short when something traumatic or quite big in your life has happened, and yeah. that is a really it's a really nice and a positive one to start with because if you were like the age of 11 and you had that mentality or even like 18 year old me who was trying to still find herself I definitely just say to myself look babe life is too short to be worrying about this so that is very kind of you to offer that advice to yourself tell you one of mine I definitely advice to my younger self would be stop buying clothes that don't fit you even if it's in like the last year or two 
have developed, as many girls have, a really unhealthy obsession with online clothing. Order clothes online that are far too small for me and I'd wear them anyway because I'd be thinking to myself like oh people have worn this people have seen this on social media like they'll see me in that dress they'll recognize the dress and think oh the dress looks nice and ignore my body and I think that's because I was so insecure about being a curvier girl that I would wear things to make myself feel better but I looked absolutely awful in them and I look a lot of photos now I look at them all from when I was younger I think Jesus why have you gone out in that and it's just it's purely because someone else has worn it and they've looked amazing and I think it's about if I could give advice to my younger self it would definitely be to stop wearing and buying clothes that are not for your body shape because yeah I, I I'm all for it if if people want larger girls want to wear crop tops and it makes you feel confident, you feel amazing, wear that crop top and I'm sure that you will look fantastic. But my own experiences is that I would wear a crop top and it wasn't flattering and I didn't feel happy, but I wore it anyway because I thought other people would think I looked nice, but they didn't. It's how you feel in yourself. So yeah. if somebody wanted, who was a bigger girl, to wear a crop top and they felt great in it, so be it but it's when you look at pictures of yourself and you think I don't look good in that yeah it is really hard though because I've got so many so many items of clothing that don't look nice like on me but I just I have them anyway because I think one day I'll be slim enough to wear that and then I think why am I thinking that to myself you know I'm like if it doesn't look good I'm not going to wear it end of and I'm not going to try and lose a stone or however much I need to lose in order to fit in a dress that I've ordered that I know is a size too small for me. Like, the whole concept is just absolutely <sighs> infuriating. <sighs> Mad at myself. What have you done, Chloe? But now I'm happy that I can reflect on that and say, do you know what? I now wear clothes that I know are flattering. So in dressing for my body, like, build yeah, shape and size. Shape. Yeah, so yeah, I completely agree with that. that. Is... I feel like we're all a little bit guilty of wearing stuff that we see on other people, but doesn't suit our build yeah definitely definitely so that is definitely advice i'd give to my younger self stop buying clothes that don't fit you (laughs) (laughs) which sounds so silly to say out loud but (laughs) i get it though i completely get it and i think other people listen to this they will get that too they'll think oh i'm guilty of buying a size whatever because i thought it would look great i mean i I used to be so like oh yeah look it's a size 10 Oh, like, I was so unhealthy and so unhappy when I was at that size. And now that I'm very comfortably a size 12, I've never been better. I agree with that so much. Like, now I'm, like, I've accepted that I am a size... I would say I can wear size 10s, size 12s and upwards. Yeah. Now I've accepted that and I don't look at it as, like, a bad number. I just think it's a number for an item and on top of that as well i don't know if actually i'm asking if you don't know but you definitely will have experienced this the different shops have different sizes and it's really difficult when you say when i first became a 12 i was kind of at an unhappy part but only because i wasn't at size 10 anymore and i think that shift really really like impacted me more than i thought because 
I wasn't very body confident at the time and I went from a size 10 to a size 12 which sometimes borders on the medium large now mm-hmm. now I would always go for a large I, unless a medium fits and it's flattering I'd go for a large purely out of comfort and purely because I know that I'm not going to feel shit about it wearing it like sometimes I'll look back at things that I've worn that are a medium or even if I try them on now and I think why have I wasted my money on this when it doesn't fit yeah. just because it says M in the label I think certain places as well, like certain clothing brands, Yeah. when I order online, I always have to be really, really careful with what I order because in certain things I am a 10, but in certain things I will not get into a 10 or a 12. No. So if I have to order a 14, I have to order a 14. Yeah, that is really, it's... Real, it's a little not to sound cheesy, but it is inspiring to hear because you don't ever hear people comfortably or confidently say, "Yeah, I've had to order a size up," but like, so what? Like, yeah, everybody's think... done it, and if you are still in that place where you're uncomfortable about, "Oh, I'm not going to buy that because it's a fourteen, or "Oh, I'm not going to buy that because it's a size twenty-two, and normally I'm a twenty. Like, oh, who cares? Nobody the is going to come over. The only person you're hurting is yourself yeah. when you do that. And the only person who's going to know what size you've bought is yourself. Is you. Yeah. If it even makes you feel better, if you have to buy a size 14 to wear it and you can't stand the fact that there's a size 14 in the top, cut Put size it out. out. Yes. Does yeah. not matter. No, not at all. And if you don't want, if your insecurity is that your friend or your boyfriend or your mum or someone's going to, obviously, I hope your friend's boyfriend and your mum are not going to judge you, but <laughs> if that is how you are thinking, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to see it. It does not matter. It is a number. It doesn't matter. And just a quick little add in there is that I know definitely I'm really fortunate to have the friends that I do and none of them are, I don't think any of us are the same size and equally none of us are more beautiful than the other. I think maybe it's just because my friends and I'm biased that we are all absolutely beautiful but we're all also completely different body shapes. I think yeah. I'm curvy. There's really slim builds we've got muscular like we really do cover all the Mm -hmm. kind of like you know classes of different body shapes and sizes and I would never look at one of my friends and go oh like what size is it I would I just say you know what you look really good in that where's it from done it's not something that even crosses my mind no me either I mean my friendship group um one of my best friends is a guy and he is a very girly guy shall we say lovely <laughs> there's some things i'll put on and he goes no char he goes it looks horrible and i go but i like it and he's like well if you like it that's all that matters yeah but he will have an opinion and tell me he doesn't like it but just because my best friend has told me he doesn't like a pair of sandals i've put on yeah. doesn't mean i'm never gonna wear them again no but my younger self if i was in school and someone told me that my sandals were ugly I'd come home, put them under my bed and never get them out again. It is. It's really important to kind of have that, like, not tolerance, but almost like you have to be strict with yourself and say, like, nobody cares what size you are. Nobody cares. If you like them, go for it. And if you like those pants and they're a size 14, buy them. Or if you like those pants and they're three sizes too big or whatever size they are, if they look good on you, buy them. Yeah, and if you feel good in them, enjoy wearing them and forget about the fact that they've got a number in them yeah i I completely agree yeah so second advice to yourself from yourself (laughs) second advice to myself it it does 
this does kind of touch on body confidence, but this is more like facially. Like I would not leave the house without makeup on. And I mean, I when I remember when I first got with my partner, I'd stayed at his house and I got up in the morning and we were going to Tesco's. And I hadn't been in that area before, so I didn't know how close Tesco's was. I don't know why that matters, but do you know what I mean? Like, I thought, oh, I'd get ready, put a bit of makeup on. I can't run there and back and no one will see me. <laughs> go to Tesco's. So I sat and I'd done a full face of makeup, got up, got dressed, went to Tesco's. I was back in about five, ten minutes. And I thought, well, that was a waste. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I am your type of girl. I will get up every day. I will put makeup on. I don't put makeup on for anybody else but myself. It makes me feel good, and I enjoy doing it. Yeah, it's like a passion. I think that's something else that you need, you have to kind of learn. If you're doing your makeup to impress other people, if you're doing your makeup, oh, I'm going to put a bit of eyeshadow on to impress such and such a body, don't put it on. Yeah, don't bother. Don't bother. If I spoke to myself... A year and a half ago, so I've been doing Charlie Style for just over a year. If I spoke to myself and told myself that at the beginning of doing Charlie Style, I would go on my story without makeup on and talk, I would just laugh at myself and be like, you so wouldn't do that. But I feel like I've always had spots, not bad acne. I've never really suffered bad with acne on my face. I used to suffer bad with it on my back, but... I'd never, I don't know why I had this massive thing that if I didn't have makeup on, I wasn't attractive. Yeah, and I think, okay, if you don't feel confident leaving the house without makeup on, I get it. Like, that's completely fine. I mean, from someone who has been in that position where I wouldn't leave the house without makeup on, I completely understand it. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but the thing that I have obviously grown to love is my bare face. Yeah, and I think your skin is also so much more forgiving and it's so it kind of I've noticed from my personal experience that being we're filming this in the middle of you know lockdown that my Uh skin has never been better and the first few weeks it really broke out and I think that was because there was such a change to my routine I wasn't wearing makeup as often and my skin kind of went like oh like I can breathe like what's going on but I'm not somebody either that wears masses of makeup I think looking at myself and your makeup currently you can tell we've got it on but we don't have bold eyeshadow and we don't full glam like that's not I wouldn't wear no. full glam day to day and god I can't even do full glam I applaud people who can do that it's a skill what I mean is you have to do what's like kind of more comfortable for you and my yeah. skin I've noticed if you're on the brink and you're listening to this and you're thinking oh, I don't know if my skin is like I don't know if it's good enough or whatever you just need to ride it out my skin was horrific at the beginning of lockdown i'm gonna say like two three weeks worth of spots came out at once it was awful but now my skin is so like much better for it i think because i've had that break and i've kind of gone you know what i'm just gonna shove my hair up and wear no makeup for three weeks and i'm i'm actually okay with that you know yeah it takes a lot but you feel so much better for it yeah no i i agree i think as well like for a while, I, people would say, oh, my God, you're such a catfish. Like, you look so different with your makeup on to what you look like when you don't have it on. And I, I used to really take that hard, and it used to really hurt, because I think that's why I wouldn't leave the house yeah. without it on, because I felt like I wasn't attractive yeah. without it. No. But now, now I'm just like, 
I don't, I don't, I don't care. This no. is, this is the skin I'm in. I don't have naturally dark eyebrows, believe it or not. They're very pale. I have no eyebrows, so don't worry. I hear you on that one. <laughs> Mine are so pale. Even if I tint them, they don't tint well. I don't have naturally long lashes, and my skin, I do have scarring from spots and blemishes. But I just think, would I like makeup was made to make you feel good and make you not look better but feel more presentable yeah if i looked the same with it then what's the point in it like if i look the same without it i mean what is the point in it yeah so i think it took me but even now like i still have hang-ups on it so like i wear a lot of foundation when i probably don't need to wear as much as i do but because of years of applying so much foundation i'm still trying to teach myself to cut it down yeah and it does take a while but you you kind of need to acknowledge that this is my bare face and this is my face with makeup on. And like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head where you say that you do look different when you've got makeup on, but kind of like that's what makeup is for. And a lot of people who are really good at makeup and are MUAs, etc., are such good artists and it's a skill. With makeup, you can, to a certain extent, change your entire face and make yourself look however you would like to look really until you kind of learn that your natural face is your natural face and everybody has days where they wake up and like oh my god I've got the biggest spot oh my god my eyes are so puffy I mean hay fever is a nightmare when you've got you know foundation on but it's not the end of the world and people might listen to this and say well it's easy for you to say because I've never suffered from acne and I don't have any scarring or anything. But equally, everybody at some point has that sort of battle with themselves where they say, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm not going out today without any makeup on or I don't feel comfortable. Well, yeah. you need to because it's your face. <laughs> and... yeah. So if I could get little little Charlie, I would be like, stop wearing makeup when it's not needed and stop yeah. wearing so much. Don't... I love wearing loads of makeup. Like, I love... Put, I love sitting and doing full glam and stuff like that and I'm not saying you should never do that yeah. but I'm just saying if you pop into your nans or you pop into Tesco's you really don't need to sit for an hour and put your face on no. and do you know what people probably won't even notice anyway from being completely no. honest the only time I ever notice people's makeup is when like a selfie goes up and I think do you know what she looks really nice like I love the way she's done the eyeshadow I love the way she's yeah. done this or when I see someone on a night out and I think oh my gosh like her makeup looks insane like I love it when people go full glam but I definitely say that limiting it is definitely a good one definitely my second advice uh-huh. is to ignore nasty comments I know yeah. this is so much easier said than done And I know that we've already briefly touched on this, so I won't go into it too much, but just ignore them. And it is. Actions do speak louder than words, and I get that. You know, my dad always used to say to me, sticks and stones. But, like, if you never heard that before, sticks or stones may hurt your bones, but words will never hurt you. And I used to think, like, Dad, shut up. These words are hurting me, and they do stick with you for a long time. But as you grow up and you kind of gain a bit more respect for people who you didn't really have that much respect for you learn to tolerate people who you didn't ever tolerate you kind of learn they've probably changed and so have you when I was in high school I experienced a lot of bitchiness it's just one of those things where you think don't let these 
people like and what they say get to you even things like about likes people always used to comment on likes on social media and I think that's really sticking to me like I've only got like five likes well who cares if you look absolutely gorgeous or you're posting that picture because you love your dog and you want your dog to be on your Instagram go for it and I think you just need to really block out what people say and yeah it might get to you but you kind of have to say right grow a backbone here I'm not going to let these people get to me anymore because like what's it what's the point you're not going to sit there and play rat-a-tat-tat because equally you could say things to them which would make them feel the same and I think they are aware of that but you kind of have to take the high road and just say right like whatever I really really don't care because I I love myself and I don't care if you don't I think when we were younger we because we're a similar age aren't we yeah 21 yeah so like when we (laughs) were in school we had social media but not to the extent it is now we were at the beginning of this whole social media stuff yeah and like when you were younger we could almost get away from it I mean there was cyberbullying when I was in school yeah but not to what it's like now. Yeah. I mean, I am just a normal girl who sits in her bedroom and puts extensions in, shows people easy way of how I'm doing hair, just do makeup videos, clothing videos. Literally, that's that's all I do. I'm not hurting anyone. No. But no. I still get comments yeah. from people saying stuff about my appearance. And you know what? I'm not stereotyping anyone or anything. But the amount of hate comments that I get from older women is unbelievable. Yeah, and I think that definitely comes down to people putting themselves on a pedestal and not accepting other people. Yeah, Because Because, say, my mum's generation, for example, is completely different to mine now. And the way I do my makeup and the way I dress is completely different to the generation that my mum's lived in. And my uh-huh. sister, you know, my sister and I don't have that... A huge age gap there's nine years between us but we have very similar like music food tastes when it comes to clothing and body types me and my sister are almost the same but you you kind of learn that people have of different generations have different styles I mean you can see evolution makeup videos on like from 1910s and they are absolutely fantastic like they're, fa- they're fascinating they are and so fascinating. how everything has evolved fashion music everything does take its t- like you know it does take its toll and i think makeup wasn't as big when my mum was younger no fashion wasn't online shopping lot- you know it's huge yeah and the whole going back to like makeup wasn't a thing like the amount of makeup and the full lashes and stuff I wear, my mum would never even dream of putting a pair of full lashes on. Like, I try and get her to. I'm trying to do a makeover. With oh, her. I've just converted my mum. It's the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> and she just won't. She just won't let me do it. But yeah, it's just mad how how much things change, yeah. like from generation to generation. Yeah. So if an older lady does see me and think, oh, she's got a lot of makeup on, it's not. I'm not saying it's acceptable because it's not acceptable, but it's just not what they're used to. No, I've learned to deal with it in a way that if people making comments about me, it probably comes from a sense of they don't quite understand that. I love wearing flares, and my dad always comments on. I owned a pair like that in 1970 and I just think to myself like okay like that's cool but like I 
like I love my flares but my it's dad my mum was like yeah and my mum was like I would never wear flares now like it's so out of date but like I love it and you just have to kind of understand and acknowledge that individuals are so different it's like your nan and granddad isn't it like every time I wear ripped jeans my granddad he goes you need some new jeans and I'm like oh my god well you wear camouflage pants I mean I've stopped wearing mine because people kept asking me where my legs were like everything's just so you know like people just poke fun unneeded comment just ignore it yeah if you start taking it to heart that's where you seriously develop an issue and the more you take it to the heart from someone who's really done this the more it gets to you and and the less you're going to be able to accept yourself exactly yeah and I think you're never going to really find peace with yourself or happiness if you don't fully embrace every single part of yourself and that includes ignoring other people's comments it swings and roundabouts you're never going to get anywhere no yeah definitely not now for some exciting questions we put on our social media about body confidence what you want to know what do you want to chat about have you got any questions i mean i did a little competition on mine which was super lovely because so many people sent questions in which was so nice but we have had to narrow them down a little bit because we've talked for like nearly half an hour now so the first question that i got sent in was how do you deal with days when you find it hard to accept your body at the moment, I'm really thriving from seeing people such as Chessie King. I don't know if you follow oh, her on social media. Chessie. And they post things on their social media where they might be sat in slouch position and then when they sit up, they look fantastic and their figure is, like, insane. And then when they sit back, like, everybody sits back, they have a fat roll or they might be a little bit bloated and it's all about angles and lighting. And I think that really helps me kind of come back down to reality and think I'm a little bit bloated today that's fine everybody gets bloated and I might not be bloated in the morning but I definitely will be by the time I've eaten my dinner because I've eaten food <laughs> like it take it's taken me a while to to acknowledge that it's not because I've put on weight it's just because your body fluctuates and you do blow and that's a natural thing yeah. but bloating is definitely a big issue for myself and I think because I've got curvier hips as well when I do get bloated sometimes I border on looking a little bit bigger than what I normally am but you just got to ride it out it happens to absolutely everybody and I think everyone gets a bloated stomach following pages like that helps so much because it really as well puts social media in a positive light because there isn't much of it and I think anywhere that's positive on social media we really have to grab onto because that in the middle of my feed really brightens my day and it makes me feel so much better about myself because it shows me that I'm not I'm not alone and I'm not going through this by myself and I might be due on or I might have eaten a big bowl of pasta and I've loved it and now I'm bloated but like, who cares do you know like you really just have to look for the positives and you are not by yourself so that's how I deal with I would say everything you said I would say to be honest I mean perfect some people suffer with bloating more but I mean it's just not it's a normal thing yeah yeah, I agree, I agree. I'd be more worried if you didn't blow. Yeah. Again, secrets, tell me them. <laughs> I'll write a book. Yeah, <laughs> tell us how you don't blow, if you, anyone out there doesn't. <laughs> okay, a lovely second question that got sent in was, how do you deal with scarring? Now, I don't have any scars as such. Like, I probably, on my knee, have, like, the smallest thing from when I fell off a chart, like a bike as a child. Yeah. But my real 
scarring issues are stretch marks and that's just because I have developed bigger boobs from a younger age and because I've got hips Mm -hmm. so I know that you have also have experience with this so how would you how would you deal is this advice what advice would you give like how would you cope with that I have got stretch marks on the outside and the inside of my thighs. I have got a quite a large stretch mark going across my back. Okay. I've got them on my chest as well. It sounds so cliche, but just learn to love them. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think there's I mean, much more you can do, is there really? When you have a baby and your tummy stretches, yes. your tummy stretch for the most wonderful reason yeah. in the world. I think that is such an important thing to mention as well that you've just done because a lot of body confidence issues around when women, when they gain weight during pregnancy, how they bounce back to their normal selves. And I think Meghan Markle, credit where credit's due, she was so strong and I've always complimented her for this. She did not bounce back as social media expected or pressured her to. Yeah. And she openly talked about having stretch marks and scarring and I think that is such a it's almost like an inspiration for people who have got it because like it's part of your body and I mean for women who have babies and they do have stretch marks and scarring you have literally grown a child inside of you I mean (laughs) our bodies are made to carry children and if we get stretch marks from that I mean I'm not a mum myself but hopefully one day I am, and you're not a mum either. I'm not a mum either, no. If you get stretch marks from carrying, from bringing your child into the world, then I know it, it feels like sometimes you'll put bikini on and you'll have stretch marks. Yeah. Obviously, I can't touch on this too much about being pregnant because I never have been, but I feel like because I've got stretch marks on my thighs, and that's purely from gaining weight. Yeah, it's natural. I, it's so natural, yeah. and I think the best thing that's come out come out of like advertisement recently is the fact that you can go on misguided and they show a model with stretch marks yeah i think it's it's just part of the human body yeah i mean it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't normal no and i think it's really important as well for a lot of teenage mums or mums who are younger there is a pressure for them almost as if to say oh you're a mum now so you're not really as like I don't really see you as that, oh, you're still sexy and you're still fit. And if that becomes, if that comes from a place of it's because your body's not what it used to be, I think it's just disgusting because yeah, you have done one of the most wonderful things that life has to offer. And even if you have stretch marks from, like, as you said, growing, I have stretch marks because I've got really wide hips, but that's, it's perfectly fine. And Places like Misguided, and I think PLT are the same, and other big brands. And you see stretch marks, and you think, oh, like you just don't, because you don't experience it yourself, as in like physically seeing that all the time, you don't realize that it happens to other people until you see it with your own eyes. So I'd really. You wouldn't believe that someone who could be as small as a size six could have stretch marks. Exactly. And I think until you acknowledge that it happens to everybody, and you know you just kind of accept it i mean whack a bit of bio oil on it if it's really that bad but if i'm being completely honest like i've done that and it doesn't massively change i mean no and i just think 
just embrace it. I know it's so much easier said than done. Mm. But I mean, if I go on holiday, I will put a bikini on and I will be laying there sunbathing and I don't care if someone can see the fact that I've got stretch marks on my thighs. No. No. Because if, if they're looking at me and the first thing they look at is the fact that I've got stretch marks on my thighs and they're judging me for it, then I don't really want anything to do with them anyway. <laughs> no. And I, I really I really do think that if medically you want some advice, I'd say bio oil, but I'm not a professional. Yeah. A lot of girls will swear by bio oil. But if not, I'd just say they're probably going to change and they're probably either going to get smaller or fainter or they can change yeah. like drastically. And mine have changed over the course of like three years. But no matter how small or big they are, everybody's got them. And like, yeah. if anybody comments on them in such a bad way, then you need to get them out of your life. Life's too short. Uh-huh. Definitely. Way too short. Okay. So, yeah, this last question, which re- I get all the time, is you are so confident, so how can you be insecure about your body? And it is my pet peeve when people ask me that. I don't even know where to begin with this, but how the question is how can you be so confident but be insecure about your body? Well, because I'm human. Yeah. I am confident Literally, in like myself you... because um I know who I am. Like I know what my interests are, I know who my friends are, I've got support and whether you don't know any of those three things, maybe you're confident because you've got a great job or you've just learned to draw and like you are fantastic at it. Like, good for you, hun. Like, maybe you've yeah. just transitioned and I know a few of my friends have just transitioned from male to female and they've never felt more confident in their life. Fantastic. It doesn't mean they're body confident. No, not at all. And I mean to say, if you went on Instagram and had a look at Charlie Style yeah. and you didn't know what I was about or watch my stories or seen any of like my body positivity posts or anything like that they would instantly think cool she's confident she takes a lot of selfies she loves herself a little bit you know what I mean because love yourself it that phrase it just like boils my skin oh she loves herself I almost feel like saying I can love myself and still think yeah. I feel a bit fat today. Yeah, completely. I've got stretch marks. I'm I've got massive legs. I've got big feet. Like I we all have insecurities. We yeah. all always look in the mirror. Yeah. And there'll always be that one thing that we're not keen on. But that doesn't mean that I can't love myself as a person. No, I agree completely. And I think people's personalities like differ and change from person to person i know a lot of really shy girls who are so body confident that you would not even expect it because you don't yeah. from their personality but you you kind of have to like acknowledge your personality traits and say like look i could talk to anybody it's why i do a podcast and i i don't really care what people say anymore and so i've started a podcast i post what i want and it really it does that it's probably one of the few things that kind of like rattle me a little bit is when people say how can you be insecure about that i thought you're so confident like if i say oh i feel a bit shit today people are like yeah right and i'm like well like i, I do i know i'm chatty and i'm loud but i can feel a bit crappy about because yeah, i'm bloated like we, it's we are entitled to have days where we don't feel yeah right yeah and i think that just comes from being a girl 
or even if you're LGBT or even as a guy, like the society that we live in today puts so much pressure on people. And I think if you are having down days, that's fine. I can, I've had so many down days recently and I think that it's nothing like drastic or anything, but I do because I'm by myself quite a lot of the time in lockdown, have moments of reflection. And I think, right, like we need to snap out of this now because you know, like, it's not healthy for you and it's not healthy for other people but it just shows that like it doesn't matter how confident you are sometimes you do get knocked and sometimes you can feel a bit crappy about yourself but that's okay yeah I think we've really hit the nail on the head there so do you have anything else that you'd like to say or do you think we've covered everything I think we've covered everything I feel like we've literally absolutely covered everything I kind of feel like it's so good to talk about this because young girls boys whoever who may listen to this podcast as long if people take something from us chatting about our experiences then this podcast has served its purpose really because yeah. i think i feel in myself so much better even though i already feel good and great about myself 70 80 percent of the time i feel so much relief and like refreshing talking to somebody normal who has experienced the same things and yeah, I think definitely. a lot of girls who might not have the position to say that. I mean, sometimes you don't want to say to your mates, like, like I feel like my body looks this way today. Because it's just not something that naturally you comes to and you don't normally say, like, do you know what? I'm a bit paranoid about my boobs. Well, because you feel like they'd just say, why? Yeah. And I think it's it definitely has done me the world of good and hopefully will do others the world of good listening to two normal girls chatting about something that should be normalized like it should be okay to talk about body confidence and I know that a lot of people currently are striving for you know we need to make sure there's a lot of body positivity out there but equally it's still really hard to accept that in yourself like it's fine if you see someone do that on social media but that's not in the real world sometimes and it's really hard to kind of do that yourself I do think if you do anything, make sure you follow uplifting accounts on Instagram. Yeah, I think I think wherever you can get that positive boost, like take it, take it and yeah. just like cling on to it. If you want to read some great books on feminism and body confidence, check out my Fancy Chat Pods Instagram because I've got quite a lot of reviews on there of books that have done me the world of good. Yeah. And I think that follow accounts where you think if it's definitely social media where your problems are coming from i think you should follow social media accounts that boost your yeah if if your instagram feed is upsetting you yes then you're not using it right you need to get rid if there's if you're looking at someone you're thinking no don't even hesitate unfollow It's been so lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. If you, I've loved it. I know. I really, really enjoy chatting to you, actually. It's refreshing to chat to somebody who's also chatty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you about this. And I hope and I pray that people will listen to this and they'll agree and they'll be like, you know what? Those two girls know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, then I'm really sorry, but <laughs> there's not much I can do about that, I'm afraid. <laughs> If you're looking for Charlie on social media, it's charlie underscore style. 
She's also tagged all over my fancy a chat. Gosh, I nearly said my own handle wrong then. Fancy a chat pods. She is all over there. You can find her in the guest section along with lots of other lovely guests. So yeah, keep an eye out. Hopefully we'll have you back on the pods talking about something else. Thank you for having me. I've absolutely loved it. It's a pleasure. The pleasure's mine. So thank you for listening to this uh, Body Confidence and hopefully we'll chat about something else sooner.